What's up, guys? Welcome back to Coffee Thoughts Podcast. My name is Brayden. I'm your host, and uh, it's good to be back here. You know, it's uh, two in the morning right now, and I just, you know, there's nowhere else I want to be other than right here in my studio making a podcast because, you know, when that inspiration hits, you got to capitalize on that. And I was laying in bed and just realized, you know what? I just want to get up and make a podcast. And that is exactly what I did and what I'm doing right now, you know. Um, so anyway, I want to give you a couple updates before before I dive in here. Um, so first of all, I'm announcing a tour with my good friend Johnny Gilbert. Uh, it's a U.S. tour. I'm going to be going through May and June, and we will be announcing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, really looking forward to this one. It's going to be a nice little acoustic run. Should be really chill. Um yeah, I think it's going to be nice. Uh, same crew, my, my guys, uh, Dakota and James, coming out um, to, you know, to do merch and just, you know, tour manage and be there and just good vibes. You know, those are some of my favorite people. And uh, we'll have lots of Stay Cozy merch available. Um, and then second update is the Stay Cozy smartphone app is finally done. So you can download that for free on the Apple App Store or the Android Google Play Store, whatever you would fancy. Um, so it's pretty cool. I spent a lot of time working on building it. It's really clean. Um, should be like an easy checkout, just, you know, shopping experience. Uh, there's a bunch of free wallpapers. I see a bunch of you guys have already downloaded the free wallpapers, which is awesome. I thought it'd be cool to take all the designs and kind of turn them into a wallpaper. So you can get that for free. Just type in Stay Cozy Clothing and make sure you turn on push notifications because, you know, I like to see, you know, I like to send out little push notifications to say thank you and discount codes and let you all know about new stuff. And we got some tie-dye hoodies coming soon. They're all going to be different custom tie-dye to anxiety hoodies. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then releasing a bunch of new pieces as well uh, in April. Um, so I have a new song coming out on March 25th. And then I'm planning to release my live album um, in May. So lots of new stuff on the horizon. I'm currently working on a score for a TV show called Sunshine City, um, which is the same guys who did Cup of Cheer. Um, so it's four episodes. Uh, so I'm almost done that. And that'll be out in the summer on uh, Canadian television. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. I think kind of what I wanted to talk about was just something that I've, you know, I've been thinking about lately. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I, uh, I tweeted about it earlier. You know, I've really kind of, my last podcast was about how, you know, I'm kind of disconnected from social media and like, haven't really been using it. And I feel like that's still kind of ringing true, but I've noticed lately, I feel a little bit more comfortable just kind of, you know, hopping on there and, you know, sharing my thoughts a little bit more. And, um, <clears throat> so I don't know, I, I tweeted it today. I was something, I forget what I said exactly, but it was just kind of something I was thinking about where, you know, there, I find there's so many less moments now in my life, um, you know, with music and, and with what I do, like that I get genuinely excited, you know, and genuinely kind of like feel that sense of wonder and that sense of awe, you know, like I did when I first started uh, my musical journey. And I, my tweet was something along the lines of, you know, appreciate, you know, when you're just starting out, uh, seeking the adventure out and, you know, you're unsure of your journey because, um, you know, the, the further you, the further along you get, you know, the easier it is to take for granted, to take it for granted. And that's something that I feel, I feel like really rings true for me. Um, you know, having done this, having done music for, you know, over a decade now and kind of being in a point in my life where I'm figuring out what I want to do next or where I want to go. Uh, it's so easy to kind of take for granted, you know, like even having a tour coming up, just being like thinking about like, oh, you know, the stresses of it and like, oh, you know, ticket sales, I got to figure all, all that out. And, you know, it's so easy to just be like, oh, yeah, it's just another tour, you know, get it over with. Like I, you know, even working on like a score for a TV show, it's, it's like I wake up and sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just like don't feel like doing it. You know, I, I'm not inspired today. Like I just even have the luxury of that. Like I, I feel like I take it for granted so much now a lot of the time, like what, I, what I'm doing. Um, because, you know, you get better at something and you do something more and it just becomes like second nature to you. And, you know, you kind of live in a certain reality for a long enough time where you just, you forget that, you know, you forget what it took to, to get there. You know what I mean? Um, so I just, I don't know. I was looking at, uh, I was for some reason watching one of my older podcasts today just because, 
um, you know, I've, I've definitely noticed one thing over the last couple of years, I've grown, um, just a lot more kind of like, I've always been an introvert, but more so, you know, the last couple of years, especially the last year, I've, I've really noticed, like, I feel, you know, in general, more, more comfortable with myself and my life, but I've noticed myself like less, like, I don't really want to be, you know, around people as much. Um, and like, I don't ever really want to like film stuff anymore. I have a hard time, like, you know, taking photos and stuff. Cause I'm so hypercritical of myself and like, I'm just not used to, you know, being in front of the camera anymore. And like, that's actually something that I've, you know, lately has kind of made me a little bit sad, I guess, because, you know, I, uh, I actually, I just picked up a new camera, um, pocket cinema 4k black magic camera that I've wanted for a long time. Um, you know, because I just want to, I want to get back into shooting stuff. So, uh, I've gone through a bunch of different cameras and, you know, I, I just will get them and I never use them, but I, I've wanted this one for so long that I was like, I'm just going to get it. And, you know, force kind of force myself to, to, to get back, you know, being comfortable in front of the camera. And, you know, so that's part of why I was watching one of my old podcasts because I was just like, I wanted to see, you know, how comfortable I looked. Um, and I forget what I was talking about. Um, I was talking about, talking about something, uh, but I was just like so comfortable. And I saw a comment that was just like, Hey, you should do a podcast just talking about music and like, you know, what, how you do stuff and what, and you know, how you get inspiration and stuff. And, you know, I just kind of made me think like, man, like a little thing like that, it's just like, I don't even think about or care about anymore because I do it so much and I've just taken it for granted. So I thought today I would just kind of talk a little bit about like just, just music and like how I do it and what I do and like the different aspects of it. You know, I feel like you guys probably know a lot of it because I've shared it and, you know, I'm pretty transparent with, with all my stuff. Um, but you know, really it's just like, with music, with making music, it's, I, I feel like one thing that I do instead of, you know, having like a, like a list of like, uh, this is what I want to do every day. I just kind of have like projects in my head, you know, it's like, well, I want to finish like a song with like some artwork and stuff by this time in a couple of months, or I want to have an album done this year. So I kind of look at everything as like projects and that really helps me a lot. So I feel like that's kind of how I start off a lot of my things. Like, oh, I want to do an EP. I want to do like, you know, an emo rap EP or an acoustic album or like the live album, you know? Um, and I kind of, I always have the kind of an idea of like a project, uh, whether it's like a song or video, just a piece of art that's going to express a certain kind of vibe or feeling, you know? So pretty much like all I do, everything I've ever done has just been based on like vibe and like what I'm feeling. And I know it's kind of a really cliche, boring answer, but music, you know, for me is literally just like messing around and like having fun and like, just like you're sitting in a sandbox, you know, and the sandbox happens to be like a little, you know, studio with my guitars and my keyboard and stuff. Like, you know, music is like, that's, I feel like that's part of why, you know, my whole music career and my branding and everything has always kind of just been like gone in different directions and kind of been all over the places because like, I just do whatever I'm feeling, you know? And I feel like that's kind of in a way what makes me feel out of place in the music industry. And, you know, maybe not so much now because I feel like everyone just kind of does whatever they want now, but you know, so I do sometimes feel like a lot of artists, a lot of bands kind of have a way more structured approach to everything. And, you know, I'm literally still doing the same thing I, I did when I was recording, like, you know, your heart was no place for a monster like me, dandelion necklace and stuff. Like I'm just in my room or a room of my house with like minimal equipment, like a, you know, a computer, one microphone. And, you know, literally all I have in my studio is my MacBook. You know, I don't even, I don't even have a dedicated computer. I just have like a MacBook, one microphone which is an Audio Technica 4040. I have a little MIDI keyboard, like a $100 MIDI keyboard from Amazon. I have some like $50 uh, monitors from Amazon, which is just speakers. Um, I have some headphones and, you know, I have a guitar, I have an electric guitar and I have a banjo and that's all I have. You know, like this is like probably the most extensive my studio has been actually. Um, I've always just, you know, I've had like minimal equipment and I've never found the need to really like I don't know, just like expand, like buy a bunch of gear. Like, you know, I, I've just kind of figured out what works for me to create what I want to create. And I just use that. I use the tools that I have and I, and you know, if I really need something new, I'll do it. Um, but I don't know, man, I've just really found, found a good flow, you know, with, 
with uh, how I make my music and how I do all this stuff that I just kind of stick with it, you know? And I feel like it's it's kind of cool, like, once you find, for whatever your thing is, like, if it's music or art or whatever, like, you know, you find your little tool set that works for you, you know? Like, I... I've always been a fan. Like I, I've always kind of this weird like OCD thing of like I need to figure out like the you know the most efficient way to do something. Um, you know, like I need to just figure out how to do it with like one tool or one way where I can just like set it and forget it. You know. Um, so like you know, for example, like with with the camera I just got, like I I, I picked like one lens, like it's a thirty five millimeter anamorphic lens, and I'm like I'm only getting this lens. I'm gonna shoot everything with just this one lens. I don't, in a way, I almost don't like having a bunch of different options for tools and stuff, um, because I feel like you know when you just have endless options, it kind of is just you know, easier to get lost and everything. So for me, it's like when I make stuff, I feel like I kind of, I use my method and that's it, you know, and I don't feel the need to really like branch out too much. So that's why like when I make music, you know, I, I use the same plugins on every song, you know, I use the same, uh, vocal, uh, vocal chain. Um, you know, I use CLA vocals. I'm pretty open with that for anybody who knows plugins. Um, I, you know, my vocal channel strip is, um, Waves Vocal Rider, uh, the Logic Stock EQ, CLA Vocals, uh, H Comp, which is a compressor by Waves. I, I use something called Nectar 3 from Isotope, and uh, that's it. And just a little bit of uh, tuning, you know, and I use that on everything. Um, even when I, you know, send out my song, if I collab with somebody, you know, I process all my vocals because I want them to sound that way because I found that that's like what brings my voice out the most. Um, and I don't like, I, I, you know, I just like that. And that works for me. Uh, same with my acoustic, you know, I use the same acoustic chain and I mix my songs the same way. You know, I use the same reverb, which is Valhalla vintage reverb. Um, you know, and I don't, I like every time I mix a song, I, I, I use so much reverb on like different instruments and different like background vocals and, you know, whatever. And I'm always like, well, I should probably EQ it, you know, cause EQ is basically just like taking out the muddy frequencies and, you know, boosting the frequencies you want. Cause I'm always like, there's probably so much like mud in my mix because of the reverb, but I don't like, I just, I never have, like, I just leave it and it sounds how it sounds and you know, it works and I like it. And you know, it, it's almost like, I don't know. It took me so long to learn how to mix and learn how to record and like learn how to, how to, you know, sculpt my sound um that it's like it's so easy now that it almost feels like it's like am I doing it right you know um and I was talking to my friend Jake who uh, was the writer and you know cup of cheer and doing this uh score or this tv show um and I was telling him that I was just like man like I you know a lot of times when I'm like even when I'm doing the score you know I'm like playing the scene and like laying down these like drone notes and some banjo and I'm just like oh it sounds good uh, you know, but it's so, it almost feels lazy, you know? And he, he was like, dude, you know, I tell my students, like when I teach writing, like when it feels that way, that means you're just doing it, you know, you're just doing it like authentic and it's just you and you're not thinking. And I was just like, yeah, you know, that kind of makes sense, you know? And I, I put in the work, uh, you know, to kind of learn how to do it. And, and I just do it. I just do it the way I do it. Um, so I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I'm just kind of saying like, you know, you, <laughs> if, if you if you put in the work to like learn how to you know sculpt your sound or sculpt your art or whatever you're doing like you know it really pays off down the line because now you know I only have to really like learn something new if I really want to or if you know if I need to learn how to do a certain thing um, but you know I literally put in like years of work of you know, trial and error and like watching YouTube tutorials and like messing around. Like I've put in all that work already where I don't have to do it now. It's like, I can sit down and mix a song and I know how to do it. You know, I know how to achieve a certain sound now. And, you know, I understand how to, you know, manipulate sounds enough to like, you know, do a score for a TV show and like, you know, create different moods. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just diving back into EDM production. Um, you know, because I, I don't know, I, uh, there's another thing too. It's like I tried to make EDM music um, a while ago with this album called Limitless, which I put out under my name uh, instead of Say We Can Fly. And I don't know, it 
like it, it didn't sound how I wanted it to at all. Like it would, you know, it was cool. The songs are cool, but you know, I love like future bass. I don't even know the genre that I listened to is called future bass until this year. <laughs> I like Elenium and, and said the sky and William Black and stuff like that. Like who I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with William now. And like, I guess after, you know, I hadn't touched EDM really since I put that album out, which was years ago. And, you know, I recently connected with William Black, who's an incredible uh, EDM artist. And I just say EDM because I don't want to, like, you know, categorize them because I know they do multiple kind of genres. But, you know, he does a lot of the kind of future-based stuff. And I did a writing session with him and said this guy, uh, Trevor, who is, like, just an incredible musician, man. Like, he, that guy is, like, mind-blowing. Um and he, you know, he plays like Red Rocks. He headlines, like he does like massive shows. He just like has really done so much cool stuff. And same with William, like William's just killing it. And, you know, I felt really kind of honored to be writing with them. And we have like an insanely amazing song that's going to be coming out. But I, I've noticed like, you know, I, I feel so excited when I work, like when I work on like future based kind of stuff now, like with my vocals and I have a, a collab coming out with uh Sunday friend who's another friend of mine. Um, and, and he's working on an EP with me and he does kind of the same sound. And, and I've noticed like, I get so pumped. Like when I, you know, hear, hear my voice on like proper future based production, which is what I wanted to do with limitless, but I, I couldn't achieve. So I'm diving back in and learning proper future based production. So, um, what I'm going to do after, you know, I release all this music that I have backlogged is take a bunch of my songs, you know, some of my favorite songs, my strongest songs. I'm starting with pavement. I already started on it. I'm going to basically take those songs and remix them into future bass and, uh, kind of, you know, see what happens with that. Cause like, like I said, it's like, it's all just a feeling. It's a vibe. It's like, that's what makes me excited. That's what I want to do. And I'm just going to do it. Like I, you know, I've already kind of just accepted, like, I just kind of go where, where, where I feel it, you know, it's like, I see something shiny and I run toward it. And that's just how I, how I am yeah, with music and, and with everything pretty much in my life. Um, so I don't know. I think like, you know, kind of getting back to the point is like, don't don't take that for granted, you know, because at the start for me, everything was like shiny, you know, every little thing was like a really exciting opportunity. And like every person I met was a huge deal, you know, like from people at my shows and like people in the music business, you know, and now it's just like yeah, I hear like a big name person that I, you know. I'm going to be meeting with or talking to that's some of this cool stuff. And it's like, I don't even, I genuinely don't even care. You know, like you get to a point where like, you've heard everything you've, you know, you've heard every name drop and you've heard everything. It's just like, you don't, that stuff just doesn't phase you anymore, which is a good thing, you know, business wise, but also it's like, it's way harder to get excited. I find, um, you know, so that's kind of what my point was just like, you know, like once you, once you, if you really dedicate yourself to, to your journey and your craft. And obviously I can only speak from my own experience, but this has been my experience that, you know, it, it is hard to, to be as excited and, you know, just like, you know, kind of have that like feeling of like awe, like you do in the beginning, uh, when it's all fresh and new. And, uh, I think it's just important to try to find ways to, to bring yourself back to that. So, you know, for me, it basically is just like doing something that is exciting, you know, and like feeling like, well, you know, right now, like acoustic songs, like I have so much, you know, acoustics based, say we can find music done. That's not even out. And like, I can't, like, I just, it's just not exciting anymore for me to like sit down and try to make an acoustic song. So I have to do something that makes me excited, you know? Um, and that's okay. It's like, it's good to do that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, ultimately like, you know, a lot of people kind of, and this is just, just that comment I saw on YouTube that's just like, you're just talking about music. That's kind of what I'm talking about right now. Just like straight up, you know, music and stuff. You know, it's, I don't have, I don't have really any process to it. All I know is like, you know, I, I'd like to aim to release new music at least like every like six weeks or two months max, you know, like I just need to have something out. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like whatever that is, is, is what it is. <laughs> like that's pretty much my goal. Um, and I, I really want to get back into putting music videos out. Um, cause I haven't really done that. Like the last music video I did was the nosebleed music video, which honestly wasn't very good. It was like kind of a half-assed video of like me with the panda head on and you know, just whatever. I haven't done like a solid music video. Um, I think, I mean, pavement was pretty good, I guess, but yeah, so I mean, I'd like to get back into doing that, but I mean, man, it's like there there's something to be said about, 
you just do what you feel like doing. Like if that's just like an iPhone recording that you put out with like some little collage you make of like some pictures you took, like that's awesome. You know, like I feel like we we all feel like we have to like structure everything, you know, and I feel that way too a lot. Like that's part of why I think sometimes I don't don't do as much as I should is because I have it in my head. Well, it's like I need to, it needs to be more thought out. It needs to be more structured and, and whatever. And it's, it's really hard to break out of that, especially now with social media, how it is, man. It's like everyone's putting out content all the time. And so if you don't keep up with that, at least for me, it makes me feel like I'm falling behind. And I don't think that's true. I think it's just kind of how, like how, how my brain is wired now. Um, I think people, what people kind of need to understand, cause I, here's the thing. I don't know, what people need help with now, you know, before it was like a lot of, a lot of people would hit me up just being like, you know, doing the same thing that I was doing, like just, you know, making acoustic music, you know, that was kind of in like the emo vein in their bedrooms. And, and I feel like a lot of people were doing that. Um, and, and I'm sure people still do. I just, am not so immersed in that uh, world anymore. I don't really like know, but I, that's literally all you got to do though. You know, I think people, it's even for me, man, it's just like, I always thought like you had to just like get somewhere and like you had to like get, you know, you just had to get to this destination, but like just by doing stuff, people just gravitated toward me for some reason and toward my music. And like, I didn't even mean for it. Like I was just doing it, man. I would stay up, you know, till 2am on a school night in my little shed, you know, in my pajamas with like three, you know, three layers on because it was freezing and I would just be recording acoustic music on my little like eight track thing and I would burn it on a CD and sell it in the hallway or like, you know, I like, I was just doing stuff because I wanted to and that's what start that's what started it, you know, because um, I think literally it's just like people just, people just need like something real and you can't get more real than just like you know, 3am in your shed, like, you know what I mean? Like, or in your, in your room or whatever. Um, and that's like, you know, part of why I still use kind of the same like studio setup because it's minimal and I feel like it's more authentic that way when it's just like, yeah, this is like my kind of crappy tool set, but like it works, you know, <laughs> like this is what makes my music, my music. And like, if I want to go to a legit studio, like I can do that. But, you know, I feel like the stuff I make at home has its own kind of vibe and sound. And I like to keep that. Um, you know, it's really important to me that, <clears throat> you know, when I put out a music, it's like, you can feel, you can feel, you know, my soul, my heart in that. And I feel like I know how to do that from my little home studio, my chair, you know, and w with touring and stuff, it just kind of started, it didn't start, like, I didn't know how to tour, man. Like I, you know, I would just start out like, you know, my school would just put out like, Hey, we're having like a coffee. They called it coffee house, but it was like after school that, you know, on a Friday they set up in the cafeteria, like, you know, a little open mic and couches and stuff. And you could sign up. So I would just sign up for those and, you know, play a song. I wrote, you know, a couple of days before and a couple covers. And then, you know, I would like email promoters that were doing shows, you know, eight hours away and say, Hey, can I open for free? Like, here's an MP3 of one of my songs that I did in my shed, you know? And they would be like, sure, cool. Like, can you sell like, couple tickets yeah sure you know get your mom and get get your friends to buy some tickets and then like just just from like wanting to share your yourself like you know it's literally just like you know thousand miles journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and like every step you take is like another step on your journey and it's not even it's just that simple it's like you just do it like you create your own way it's like the only time it becomes complicated is when you start to you know, project stuff onto it, which is kind of my point. It's like way easier to do that when you're older, when you've been doing it for a long time, you know, at least for me, it's like, you kind of, I notice myself, like I'm getting, I get older and I'm just like, get like more, a little more cynical about the world, like a little more like stressed about stuff. And like, you know, just kind of like feel like an old dad or something. Like I catch myself sometimes. It's like, what am I doing? Like, I'm still young. Like, you know, I, I need to just like get back into that spirit of just like really enjoying everything. And it's, it's so easy to take it all for granted. But, um, you know, pe people have this kind of weird view of, of everything, you know, and, and a lot, like someone was, was telling me today, they're just like, you know, you know, it's, it's so nice how you, ha you never let like fame go to your head. And like, anytime I hear someone say that, I'm just like, what are you like, what are you even talking about? Like, I don't, I've never really, you know, 
that for some reason that, that whole concept for myself it never was a factor like I never ever considered myself like oh I'm famous or whatever you know um it, I just never did and, and I feel like that's part of why I don't know part of why sometimes I feel, would feel awkward at shows and stuff because I feel like what you know for anybody like when you go to a show to see a band or see whatever see a movie or something I know it's a different scale but you know just someone you look up to and someone who's had an impact on your life you kind of feel like you know, and they have like some attention on social media or, or or at the show or whatever. You kind of feel like this kind of weird disconnect, you know. And I just like never felt that with people. I never felt like oh, I you know I have more attention than you. I have more followers than you. Like I I don't care about any of that. I never did. So I I and I think part of that is due to like I my whole my main priority has just been to like keep making stuff, keep making stuff. Like I'm that's why I'm in my room like with my same gear, like making the same stuff because like. I don't know, man. That's just always been that. Like, I do it for myself, you know. And I, I'm, I'm definitely like blessed and thankful to to have, you know, an audience and everything. But I don't know, man. It's just I've never the whole concept is just like I don't, I don't care. It's not really a factor to me. And like, other than like sometimes, you know, when you do have like, like I'm not saying to not, you know, focus on growing your audience because it does help. Like for sure. Like, you know, I get opportunities that I wouldn't have if I, you know, didn't have an audience. Um, but I don't think ever to do it for that reason. I don't think, you know, I, man, like having followers and stuff now, it's become something like completely different than it used to be. And and I feel like it, it really like skews people, people's mindsets, you know, because you feel like you need to do something. You need to like get famous or get go viral or something. It's like, to me, that's really backwards, you know. To me, you fo- you're supposed to focus on, you know, what you're doing and your art because that is what gravitates people to you and that's what builds a connection with people, you know. And I'm not saying there's no value in, like, making a viral TikTok or something, but it's just, like, you know, it's completely different. It's like you can have a viral TikTok to get, you know, 20 million views and then that's all you ever get and then you never have anything else. Like, I would so much rather have, you know, an audience of – hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand people over the span of like a decade that you build, you know, and that you, you know, offer, you know, art or creations that you've put everything into, you know, and like they get to grow with you and your creations get to grow as you grow. And it's like, I, it's such a, it's such a cooler experience, you know, um, that, and that's just kind of what I think. And I feel like it always just comes down to like, just do do whatever you want. Like, do what you want to do, put it out there, share it, you know, because I absolutely guarantee you, like, if you're a musician right now and, like, you're, you know, watching watching people, like, how do I do this? Like, what do I need to do? Like, dude, record a song on your iPhone and or, like, record a YouTube video on your webcam and post it and share it, you know, and, like, make a cool title. And like, I don't know, make a little album artwork and like upload it to Spotify, like share it, you know, like, like I love like acoustic songs sometimes that are just like one take of like somebody on like a crappy speaker or a crappy microphone. Like there's something like it's if you're pouring your heart into it, it doesn't matter, you know, and and there's I guarantee you if you do that right now, there's going to be at least one person that's going to love it. And that's going to that's going to want to hear another song like you. And it's all about that one person like that is all it's about, because that one person then becomes two people and three people and four people. And it keeps going and going and going if you put the time in and if you keep focusing on what you're doing, you know, and I don't know, man, I don't even know if this is making any sense or if it's relevant you know, I have such like a weird view on everything I make. I always feel like the same people are hearing it over and over, but I know, I don't know who's listening to this. I have no idea. In reality, I don't. So yeah, that's why I'm just trying to share whatever I'm feeling. Um, but I don't know, man, like (laughs) it's, it is so hard to be like authentic and vulnerable. And I definitely struggle with that now. Like, Cause I'm just like, what does that mean anymore? You know, what does that mean for me now? It's like, anytime I do anything, I feel like I'm like I almost feel like I'm like forcing it or someone's going to think I'm forcing it or whatever. So that's part of why I like making these. But even when I make these, I feel like I overthink them. Like I just want to like share exactly what I'm feeling. Like I just want you to feel and hear all my thoughts right now. And I feel like, you know, part of why I've struggled is I haven't, you know, I haven't done that for a long time. Like I've, 
when I started Say We Can Fly, like that, I, I lived and breathed that, man. Like genuinely, like everything I did was just like from my heart, like, boom, this is what I want. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. Like post about it, make a song, like make a video. Like I was just like, you know, I was just doing stuff all the time. And I feel like that's what people, that's what people liked. And, you know, it's, it's definitely harder, like, you know, as you, like I was saying before, like you take it for granted, you know, because now it's just like, I don't have to do it as much. Like I don't have to, cause like I make a living off my Spotify streams and, you know, my merch and, and the other stuff that I do. And it's like, it's, there's not this pressure to like, you know, I have to do this out of necessity, you know? So it's, it's, it's a bit, it's easy to lose that spark sometimes. And there's something to be said about, you know, comfort, you know, there's a, this line in a song, it's by Andy Mineo. It's it's the line is uh, comfort is the thing that can make a king fall, and I think that's one of the truest things ever. You know, and it's like the same with the Buddhist concept. Attachment is suffering. It's like the more you were attached to things like comfort or like you know safety and stuff, it's like you you end up like the very thing that you want to achieve is the thing that kills you. You know, because you get to a point where you have the things you want, and then you know you're you have no reason to like keep working for them anymore, you know, and it's, you have to be really careful. At least that's, and I feel like that, that applies to any career, you know, well, it doesn't matter if it's music or something else, but for music, you know, it's like, it's like this giant goal when, at least when I started to like make a living for music, it's like, that's all I wanted. And then I got it. And that's like, well, you know, it, like now what, you know? Um, and that's kind of that's what you got to figure out is the now what. And I feel like the now what should just be whatever you feel, but don't let yourself, you know, push off the now what for too long. Cause I've made that mistake, you know, and I still make that mistake. I'm still making that mistake. You know, I need to do more. That's why I hopped out of bed when I was laying there all comfy to come make a podcast. Cause I felt like I wanted to give you guys something real, you know? And, uh, I'm really excited to put this live album out too, man. I like, I love this live album because it's so real. Like it's so raw. It's like literally what I sang on the stage and like all the crowd noises and everything. It's just like captured that moment. And it's just that. And like, I cannot wait to put that out, man. Like I'm proud of that because it's, it's one of the most authentic things I've done in years, you know? Um, so I'm really pumped for that, but yeah, I don't know. Just, just keep whatever you're doing, man. It's like, I see some people, like I, it's, it's almost frustrating because I remember before, like when I started, you know, I would, you know, when I was just starting, like I barely had any listeners or anything, like somebody, somebody that I, you know, somebody that had like a really good acoustic song or a video, even if I only had a couple hundred views, if they messaged me and were just like, Hey, I found your stuff on like pure volume or whatever. MySpace or YouTube, like, I really liked it. Maybe we should collab. I would be, like, freaking out. I'd be like, Mom, like, look, this person, like, check out their video. And I'd show them the video. There was this guy named Heart Pharmacy that I found. that I found, And I don't even know, like, how much, how many views he has or whatever. But at the time, like, I don't think he had that many. And I found him. I was, like, loved his music. And uh, it's just this one guy. And uh, he, he had hit me up at one point. And I was, like, telling my mom, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool, you know? And so, like, I feel like there would be so many times where, where talented people would hit me up and I would just, like, you know, want to do something with them. And now it's, like, almost frustrating because, I dude, I, there's so many talented people on my socials now. Like, people that follow me, they tag me and stuff or, like, message me, like, one of their songs or one of their whatever they do, you know, graphic design or artwork or even you know, acting stuff or dance or whatever. And I'm just like, man, like I want to, I want to like collab with everybody and help everybody out because, you know, like when you collab with people, it's like, I feel like it helps everybody out. Like I just want to help everyone because I see so much talent now and I feel like it's so much easier now. Like <laughs> it's more common now for people to just be really good at stuff. But at the same time, they don't realize like how valuable that is because everybody's so like, cause you see it on social media every day. So you're just like, you, you feel like, you know, when you're really good at something, it feels like you suck at it because someone else looks like they're better at it, you know? Um, and I was just like, man, it's like, holy, like you just keep doing what you're doing and like share it, you know? Um, uh, man, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with all this, but 
I don't know. I think at the end of the day, you know, if you really, if you really just want to like do music, I can't stress this enough. Like people, it blows my mind sometimes. People ask me like, you know, how do I do this or what should I do? It's like, dude, why are you asking me waiting for a DM response when you could literally type it into YouTube and, you know, by the time I respond to your DM, if I ever do, like you'll be a genius. Like I cannot stress enough, like YouTube it seriously, dude. Like that's how I learn everything. That's how I've learned music production. That's how I've learned mixing. That's how I've learned recording. That's how I've learned all about, you know, cameras and editing and lenses and color grading and, you know, production and, you know, even other stuff like psychology or philosophy, uh, you know, magic. Like I've learned everything from YouTube because I love watching tutorials and like do that. Seriously, if you do that every day, like you're going to make a living, like it's just going to be inevitable. Like it's just, just do that. And, you know, it's not even that hard, man. People like, people think it's so hard. It's like, you know, if really all you're doing, like, you know, you're just marketing yourself as an artist. Like, you know, if you're a musician, like just figure out, like figure out your brand. You know, for me, it's just like the emo stuff, like, you know, kind of like black and white and red color palette, you know, with like kind of dark images, like roses and, you know, butterflies, skeletons, like that's, that's my brand. Like that's my vibe. That's what I love. Even the, you know, the panda for whatever reason, and you know, figure out your stuff and then just stick with it, you know, and like, you know, just take a picture of like a flower outside and edit it like, so it looks like an old Polaroid and use that as your single cover, you know, and learn how to mix an acoustic song. It takes like 10 minutes. It's not even that hard. Like just, just YouTube it, you know, and then, you know, put it up on Spotify and, you know, uh, make a website where you can get people's email, you know, capture their email addresses in exchange for something, um, or open a, open a, a Shopify merch store, you know, you can do that. Like my stay cozy clothing store, like I built it from scratch. It's all through Shopify, which you can set up, you know, uh, I, I, you know, bought some drop shipping courses, you know, to learn how to do that. You know, like I put in the time to learn how to properly set up a Shopify store. Um, cause it's not as easy as, as you think, but if you put in the time, it's worth it. But like put in the time to learn that stuff. Cause then, you know, what happens is like, I still personally believe like if you can get people's emails or phone numbers, it's more valuable than like, you know, social media. Um, it's, it's the best for marketing, you know? Cause the thing is, it's like, if you, if, if somebody's willing to subscribe to your email list, if you have a list of emails that you can build and even at shows, like if you play shows, like bring an iPad, you know, and like have people just enter their email or even just write it down. Um, because it's like anytime you put out, you know, a song or, or a video, like send it to your email list. And they're going to listen to it, you know, because sometimes on social media stuff gets buried. So that email list is just so key because people still check their email. And, and you know, if you can get their their phone numbers to, to use like a texting service or like I did with Stay Cozy, like build an app so you can send push notifications. It's like find ways to just like gather that list and base of people because, you know, once that's big enough, you can make a living off your music and it doesn't have to be that big, you know, or, or your art, whatever your art is. And it's, uh, I don't know, man, it's not that complicated. Like people overcomplicate it. And I think part of it is really just, you know, just being willing to do it and willing, willing to put the time in and make the, in and walk the journey. And there's some people that aren't going to do that, you know, and there's some people that are, and the people that are, are the ones who are going to be successful. And that's just how it is. You know, there's no, there's no easy way, you know, maybe you can make a, a TikTok and you get 20 million views tonight and couple sponsors and stuff and that's great and that does happen but I I think like long-term success and like longevity of a business there's no easy way like you just have to build it from scratch and you gotta make mistakes you gotta learn from your mistakes you know um I've made plenty of mistakes dude I have I've made really stupid business decisions personal decisions instead of like ruined my brand or you know messed things up or messed my tra- trajectory up like I've done all that and I'm not you know, I, I'm not even like, I don't even regret them really. Cause like I'm here, you know, I've made really stupid decisions with money. Um, you know, I learned, I had to learn the hard way about like taxes and, you know, I, but I don't, I, I used to be like, so ashamed of all that. Um, cause I would just be like, oh man, like I didn't do it perfectly, you know, 
but you can't like you just you can't like I've had you know public relationships and like that you know changed I learned that that changed the way my audience you know interacted and and saw say we can fly and you know went through the the torment that that brings because it's really not fun at all you know and I've done tours that nobody came to and like you know I've I've done songs that we listen to like I, I don't know I I've done all the stuff that I feel like you know I had I was like okay this didn't work this was a mistake cool all right don't do that again or like do it differently next time you know um and it's okay to do that because while you're you know making those mistakes like you're also growing as a person and you know your art and your brand is like intimately tied to you as a human being so it's okay to do that and I think part of you know, like I'm just learning to be okay with talking about those things, you know, and uh, I think part of what helped me do that is like getting sober and, you know, I've been sober for over 18 months now, haven't had a drink of alcohol, I don't plan on ever having having any again, um, you know, it, it help, it's helped me, you know, to... <clears throat> to kind of, you know, stop being so ashamed of the mistakes I've made and just kind of be more, like, open about it and, you know, just to be okay with being like, yeah, this is, like, the things I've done and, like, the ways I've messed up and, like, I don't want to do those things again. And I feel like it's helpful to kind of share those things because I feel like, I don't know, a lot of time, like, a lot of stuff if I had just had somebody say, like, hey, don't do this or probably don't do this or just try this instead, like, you know, if I had had, had someone just, kind of talk to me about like the things that come with success and the things that come with doing what I'm doing like I obviously would have avoided those mistakes so I think it's that's part of why I love to listen to podcasts is because people talk about those things you know um and it's really just it's really valuable so I I don't know I just I don't know man I I, I don't really have an answer to all this stuff all I know is like you know I love I love making stuff like, I don't care what it is. I just like to make stuff. And I guess some people just seem to like that I like to make stuff and, like, listen to it and watch it and buy it and, and whatever. I'm super lucky. You know, I'm very—I feel like I have, like, the best audience ever. Like, seriously, like, I, I look at other people's audiences and stuff, and I'm just like, man, I got, the, I got the best audience. Like, I do. And we all know it. You guys all know it, too. Like, I got the best group of people. And everybody that I, you know— that I work with and, and they're just like, dude, you got some like insanely special, like supportive, you know, people. And, and I do, I see, and I, it's always been like that, man. I don't know why, but you know, the people that like listen to my music and follow me and come to my shows and like buy my merch and whatever, like I, it's just, they're just, you guys are just the best and like so much positivity and you know, the, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really blessed and it's been, it's been really cool um, because I feel like you, a lot of you guys have been very forgiving of like, you know, my mistakes with like my, you know, business mistakes and branding mistakes and like, you know, whatever else that I, you know, other mistakes with, with say we can fly and whatever. Um, and that's part of the process, man. It's like, that's just me going through human stuff and like trying to figure out how to do things better and properly. And that's what, that's what it's all about, you know? Um, and as far as like, you know, inspiration for songs, you know, I, I say the same thing. It's just like all it is, you know, all a song is, is taking, like, forget about the words, forget about the chords, forget about the instruments. You're, all you're doing is taking a feeling and transferring it to somebody. That's all you're doing, you know, and, and that it's as simple as that. So I take whatever I'm feeling, I, I, t I, you know, craft a song, a sound vessel that can that can tr hold that feeling and transfer it to you. That's all I'm doing, you know? So, you know, really all it comes down to is, like, just finding the right sounds that resonate with that feeling. That's it. Because your feeling is a, is a frequency and sound is frequency. So you just match it up. You just mess around until it feels right, and that's it it's literally as simple as that. And, you know, you tell your story. It's like all the songs I write are just, you know, words to try to convey a feeling. It's not even like, for me when I write, it's not like, hey, this is what happened. Like, I'm not telling you the literal story, you know. I mean, I have a couple of literal songs, but, like, for the most part, I'm just, like, dancing or dancing around and trying to convey this feeling to you because that's really all, that's why I write music. 
and I, I don't even do it for you. I do it for me, you know, and that's, I think that's what you should do. It's like, I, uh, I do that so I can dive deeper into that feeling because I find this really crazy beauty in that, like diving into like the heart, the melancholy feelings of, of being a human. Like I find this really immense healing and therapy when I do that. You know, it's like when I finish the song, like I, I will sit there and listen to it for like an hour on repeat, just like blasting in my headphones, like walking around my room or like crying sometimes because I'm just like, I love sinking into my own human experience, you know? And it's just like, I want to transfer that to you. Like, I want you to feel, I want you to be able to like listen to it and feel exactly what I felt and cry, you know? Like, I want you to feel that same beauty. It's not even about it being mine. It's about being a human and, and, you know, it's like, I want that from you. I want to feel a piece of yours too. And that's, that's what art is all about. You know, it's that simple. Um, and that's, that's all I'm ever going to try to do with music, man. doesn't matter if I'm doing emo rap or acoustic or, or EDM or, you know, country or a live album or whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, that's all I'm doing is just, I'm taking a feeling, I'm giving it to you. And that's all I'm doing with everything I, I make, um, including videos. Cause video is a whole other thing. It's like, you're doing that, but you're, you get to kind of add this other dimension to it, which is so beautiful. And that's, I love music videos, man. I love making them. I miss making them, um, you know, and it's just, that's all I'm doing with music. That's all you got to do. So if you took anything from this, it's like, just do something. I don't care what it is. Like I literally don't care to do something, you know, give it to somebody, you know, just don't waste it. Just, just share your piece. Cause it's just so valuable and, it's different than anyone else's piece. So, and you know, you might meet some cool people along the way, man. Like I've, I feel like I've met, you know, most of the people that I looked up to, you know, I've got to tour or meet or play shows with like most of the bands that I love or I listen to, I grew up on, you know? And like, I just capped that off with secondhand serenade. Like he was the reason I started acoustic music pretty much. Like, and I got to tour with him and, like, become really good friends with him and, like, you know, have heart-to-hearts with him. And, like, I didn't mean for that. It's just from, like, taking the steps on the journey and, like, just focusing on the work and focusing on the music. Like, you know, I've met – I just got to do so many cool things and meet so many cool people. And it's, like, it's all just – that's all just a byproduct of wanting to make stuff and share it because, like, the more authentic, you know, you are and the more genuine you are, you know, I feel like the more people just want to – work with you and like you know understand that and experience that and like the more you do it the better you get at crafting it too which is good and that's kind of part of what I was saying man with my studio setup it's like that's why it's the same that's been for years because I've learned how to craft it and like I don't need anything more than that you know so yeah (sighs) I don't know if there's there's probably other stuff to say but I I hope I really hope on this next tour that I do, this next run of shows, I can just like really sink into it, you know, because I do have a really, I did have a hard time on stage the last last tour I did, you know. I it was my first sober tour, but I also felt like I felt. Uh, I feel like as far as like talking to people, I felt way more comfortable and I just felt more like present. But I, on stage, man, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I, I I don't know. I it might maybe I think part of it is I haven't done so much like, you know, making like videos and cool like I've pretty much just kind of made songs for the last couple of years. I haven't really done as much like video content or like you know, just like being in front of the camera, be you know, just talking and stuff. Like so I, I don't know. I've I've gotten very kind of in my head about myself in that regard. Um yeah, and I think too, just like, you know, being alone. Uh, for that first year, year and a half with, you know, all the stuff that happened, the, the pandemic, I don't, I don't even like to say it, it's so stupid, but all the stuff that happened in the world, like, you know, I feel like it really kind of, it definitely did get to me and it's probably going to take some undoing and some healing. Um, cause I think a lot, honestly, I'm just going to be honest, like a lot of times when I get on stage, you know, especially with, with a tour like that, where I know not everybody there knows my music, like a good majority of the crowd has never heard me, heard of me or seen me before. I immediately get up there and I'm just, I'm dude, it's, it's really hard to be on stage and to be like so hyper aware. Like I am like, I'm dude, like I walk into a room or anywhere and I 
pick up on stuff that no one else picks up on. Like I can tell when somebody's like super mad or super upset or like, you know, saying something and they mean something completely different. Like I pick up on all that stuff and I'm, you know, I'm right like 99% of the time. And like, just from my experience in life, like I've just, you know, I've told somebody like, yeah, this person like said this, but this is what they meant. And then I found out later, like they did mean that, you know, like I'm for some reason, just like attuned to that. And I feel like it's a lot to do with kind of, you know, just, just my perspective on, on reality and some of the stuff that I've experienced, you know, um, just with, you know, through just, just like shifts in my mindset, you know, diving deeper into, you know, whatever, like philosophy and, and psychology and just like a lot of things that I've absorbed and kind of observed. Like, I feel like, you know, in, in, um, you know, also in addition to like the stuff that I kind of went through as a, as a kid and a teen, like, you know, just the experiences I had, you know, a lot of anxiety and a lot of kind of just like having to be hyper aware. Anyway, it's just kind of culminated to being like insanely, like uncomfortably hyper aware of everything all the time, which isn't that, you know, it's, it's cool because sometimes, you know, you can, I can navigate situations a little better or I know how to read situations better than other people. But, you know, it's, it's like when you have to get up there on a stage in front of people, it's not like, I, I, I don't know. It wasn't fun for me because I immediately am just like, all right, number one, where do I look? Because if I make eye contact with somebody, like I, like what, like, do I just like then look away? Like, you know, what do I do? And then it's like, I, I'm noticing all these like micro conversations that are going on while I'm playing, or I'm noticing like somebody like look at their friend and like, look at me and say something and then laugh, and then I'm just thinking, like, oh, they hate me, you know, they maybe they hate me, and or and I see somebody, like, cheer, and then in my head, I'm just like, but, like, are they really cheering, or did they, are they making fun of me, and, like, literally, like, the whole time I'm playing, and sometimes I will get so in my head that, like, I, it's, it's almost like I am, like, compensating for that, and I'm just being, I don't know, I'm almost kind of being, like, stupid, I'm just, like, making stupid sarcastic jokes because I think I have to like defend myself from these people. Like it's so weird. It was so crazy, dude. Like I was so in my head in a way I never have been on stage and like, you know, it wasn't all bad. Like I really enjoyed some of the, some of the sets I played. Cause I, I was like really confident in my actual like songs and my singing. Um, so that was, that was nice. Uh, cause I feel like it's almost like a shield in a lot of ways, but it, it, it was hard, man. I had a hard time with, uh, with the uh, interaction part of it and the human part of it, because also it's really my first tour, you know, doing it sober. So it was like almost like another dimension that I hadn't experienced before on top of like, you know, all the, the changes I went through in the last couple of years. So it was, I don't know why I just wanted to share that. Cause it was like, yeah. And, and you still just get up there and do it, man. And that's how you learn. And that's how you keep going keep just like progressing. It's like you dive deeper and deeper and deeper into the, into the hole, the rabbit hole. And there's no going back. There's no coming out. Um, and uh, it's crazy. You just share a new little piece, whatever that is. Even if you're going through, like, crazy anxiety at the time, that's what it is, you know. And uh, there's value in it <laughs> no matter what you're feeling or what you're going through. So I just want to share that, you know, because I, I do know for a fact, you know, some people that don't really know me as a person that just maybe hear my music probably, you know, look at me or see me and, you know, come to a show and just expect me to be just like a, cause I don't know, I had this kind of idea of like band guys, you know, when I was younger, it's like, yeah, they know what they're doing. You know, they're, they're professionals. They're like, get up there and they're just like singing their hearts out and they're rocking out and stuff. And they have, just have everything figured out. You know, um, we don't, I don't, uh, I know multiple, many, many <laughs> band guys that have, do not have it figured out. You know, um, so I just kind of just want to share that because I feel like it's kind of a good thing to know that, dude, like when I'm up there, it's like I, I'm not half the time, like I'm not, no, I'm not that confident. Like I'm confident in my songs, but like I'm not, like I have like crazy anxiety when I'm up there, man. Like, you know, so if I'm quiet, like it's only because of that, you know, it's not because I'm like being rude or, you know, think I'm better than anybody. It's like I'm just quiet because I'm, I feel awkward. I feel anxious, you know, um, so I think it's good to keep that stuff in mind. And I try to do that because I think a lot of times, you know, even like when someone else comes off that way, like they're being quiet or they're kind of being, they seem like they're being sarcastic. It's like, they're it's just like anxiety, you know, you don't know how to talk to each other or like, you just don't know what to say or you, you're in your head. So you're coming off the wrong way. So I try to keep that stuff in mind as well. Um, so I think, I don't know, it's just, so yeah, that's a, that's a whole other element, but that's kind of why I say it. it's like your journey with your art is, 
intimately tied to you and your journey as a human, you know? So that's another thing to keep in mind. But yeah, man, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just YouTube some stuff, make some stuff, you know, tweet it out, send it out, whatever you got to do, text your friends, um, send some emails, you know, try to get on some shows. It just never hurts to try. Seriously, it never, it doesn't. So, um, yeah, and start a podcast. I don't know. I like doing this a lot. It's really, really therapeutic to do. So, yeah. Well, I think that might be it because I feel physically tired after getting all that out. So, you know, I am going to try try a little more to kind of, you know, just do a little more and, and be a little more, you know, flying off the seat of my pants, as they would say. I don't really know what they say, but, you know, um, I don't know. Even with just like, dude, I love doing, I love doing like voice impressions. It's like I, I, I do sometimes miss like making like funny, uh, you know, Instagram stories and Snapchat stories because I feel like I was, I don't know. It helps me, uh, helps me be myself, you know. Um, and I feel like a lot of times I do kind of look at social media as like a negative thing. Um, and you know, all the stuff I said on my last podcast, I do, I still feel that way. Um, but I think I, you know, I'd like, I maybe need to figure out a balance of, you know, how, how to still make the, those things and how to kind of still be myself, you know, while, while kind of sticking to my boundaries of social media. And that's, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It is really hard. Like there, it's almost like there's just no proper escape from it. Um, it's just, it's a tough one. So still working through that. And, but I don't know, man, I do, I feel like a lot of times with like the comedy that I do, like. Dick and Tyke and just the random characters I do. It's like I'm sharing a piece of myself in, in a weird way, and, and I do. I feel like, you know, people like that for some reason, and I like it. You know, I love doing that. Uh, so, I, you know, I was thinking about maybe just doing a monologue every now and then, even with my with my camera, just setting up and just picking a character and just doing a monologue and posting it on Instagram or YouTube just for fun, like doing stuff like that, but I don't know. I always have so many things I want to do, and it's hard to do all of them, you know. Um, so I'm trying to take things in kind of chunks now. Like, I just want to finish this TV show score before I start going and doing anything else, and I like to work on the EDM next and, you know, do a sick EDM album or a future-based album and, you know, do some more film stuff and camera stuff. But, um, you know, there's always something more to do, which is... The fun part about life is always also the sad part because there's never going to be enough time to do it all. But, you know, just just do as much as you can. And, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of times with my music, I, I explore the theme of impermanence a lot because that's something I struggle with. You know, I have these things sometimes where I just will wake up after I go to sleep, you know, an hour after I go to sleep. And I just am so sad about impermanence. And I'm so sad that things are going to end one day you know, and everything I love is going to be gone. And like I, it's always been, this has always been very present in my life. Like, you know, the theme of impermanence and like accepting that. Um, and that, so I, I try to write about that a lot because it is a really important thing for me to me, you know, an important element of life that I try to come to terms with. And yeah, I, I just get frustrated because I just want to do so many things. I know I won't be able to do them all, but, um, I'm just trying to do as much as what I as I can. That's why I just kind of try new things and do whatever I'm feeling. And you know, even if you don't see me on social media, I'm always I'm always working on something that's going to be out at some point. So just know that. And I'm working on kind of building up the confidence again to kind of get back into doing video. And and part of it is just like I just you know I haven't been, um, you know I haven't been in like like physical shape that I'm, you know, super confident in, you know, for since like 2019, I would say it was the last time I was like in really good shape where I was like super confident physically about myself. And, and I haven't, you know, when the gym, gyms closed, um, it was just really hard for me to kind of like, since then it's been very, I haven't been able to get back into the, to the momentum of it enough to kind of you know, stick to it long enough to, to see results like that or to feel confident. So that's part of it as well. Cause I'm very, I feel like the way that I feel is very tied to kind of how I feel about myself physically, which sucks, you know, and it's, it's something I, I wish that I could, could change. I see people sometimes that just like 
don't seem to care about that. And I just, I wish I could be like that, but I'm not, you know, and I've tried and I'm not, and I think it's okay to not be that way, but it does take a lot for me to feel confident about myself, you know, um, and how I look and, and everything. So that's part of why, you know, I haven't, that's also part of why I struggle on stage too, you know, cause I've just, I haven't been at a place where I'm just like, yeah, I feel really confident about how I look and, and cause it, cause it's more just so how, like how I look or how I feel like physically, like if I feel like I'm in good shape, it, it affects how I carry myself. And it's like, I'm not thinking about that every time I talk to somebody or I'm in front of somebody or I'm trying to film the video. So it almost just like alleviates this massive pressure. And I just haven't been able to like put, put the work in enough to alleviate that, you know, since a couple years ago. So that's another thing I'm, you know, I'm just really trying to work on and, uh, you know, sort out, um, what was I going to say? I totally forget, but, um, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, so that's that's part of why sometimes, you know, I struggle on stage as well and whatever. But um, you know, there's always you can always change those things and I'm I'm working on, you know, not putting so much weight on it, but I I feel like that's kind of tough cuz it's just like I just put a lot of weight on that for myself and part of it is like it's just what I do, you know, it's like part of my job. Um, it's just to be like in front of people and I mean not so much now. Like I feel like I'm I'm like that a lot less. You know, I barely ever make videos and stuff like that. Um, so it's a lot less, but, um, yeah, I don't know. So that's another thing. So there's a lot of elements to everything, you know, and it, I'm, I'm feeling like way more okay to talk about, to talk about those things, um, now than, than I used to. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. And I hope you found, you know, found some value in this and got to know me a bit more, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep making music and putting stuff out for you. And, yeah, I really appreciate all your support. And uh, thank you for being there. I really hope that you're doing okay, whatever, wherever you're at, whatever you're thinking. And, you know, just, just remember, like, what, you know, the stuff you're going through. Because it's really hard for me, too, to remember this, that, like, someone else can under actually and probably understand what you're going through. Um, you know, somebody could, could actually probably understand exactly what you're, what you're feeling. And that's something that, you know, it was really, I never fully grasped until I started to get sober. Um, yeah, people do get it. You know, there are many people that understand like what exactly what you're feeling. So I'm just trying to share a bit more of what I'm feeling. So maybe if, Hey, if you're feeling that, like I, I'm, I'm trying not to approach it in like a sad way. Cause I'm not, it, I'm not even like sad about these things. I'm just like very aware of myself now. I'm very aware of how I think and how I feel. And like, you know, the things I have to do to keep myself in a good, you know, good spot. And it's like, it's a lot, it takes a lot more work than it used to, I think. Um, and part of that is, you know, not having alcohol or cigarettes or anything to kind of, you know, distract me or, you know, making it, make it easier to numb things. Uh, which is a good thing, you know, and I'll take that. I'll take, if I have to do a bit of extra work to eliminate those things, like I'll do it. That's fine. Um, if it takes a bit longer. So I just, you know, I just kind of want to share like a bit where I'm at too. Cause I, I know I have, you know, for a long time I haven't been, I feel like I haven't been the, you know, kind of authentic, like say we can fly. Like you know, for those of you who like know me and follow me and stuff, like it's kind of different. Cause I feel like you kind of know a little more where I'm at, but even still, it's like, I feel like I've been very reserved with everything. Um, and I've just, I don't know, I've really struggled a lot more with social media and, uh, I feel like, I feel like part, part of that, and I don't really go in, want to go into it too much, was just, I, you know, there were some people that, that were, um, I don't know, just, just sending me some like really insane stuff to the point where I had to like, you know, do something about it. Uh, and I didn't want to, I held off for a long time, but you know, I, I was just, it was just getting to the point where it was like really affecting my mental health and like, you know, making me just like hate to even go on my phone. And it's crazy how like, you know, someone can get in your head that much, but it was, it was like that. And, and I feel like I just kind of hit a point where I was just like, I don't want to deal with any of this. And, you know, I got really frustrated because I was like, why do people see me in a different way? Like, it's so stupid. Like I'm, you know, I'm no different than anybody else. And, you know, just instead of just approaching it in more of like a positive way of like, well, you know what? I ha you know, I do have a different kind of appearance on, on social media as like a musician because I've put in this work and I chose this path and I need to like accept that like this is part of what I do. And like, I feel like I didn't, you know, really approach it 
in a in a positive way. So I think that's part of why I kind of was just like I hate social media. And start, so I'm starting to kind of like work through that stuff and just like find a happy medium of like, all right, like I can hate it, but like I can work with it, you know? So that, you know, part of why I've been reserved a little bit, it's just like, I've really gone through a lot of internal struggles with, with social media and, you know, my kind of what I'm doing and just like life stuff and whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm still here. I'm still going to be working on stuff. And I'm just kind of trying to find myself again a little bit with, with everything, but th- I'm always trying to do that. That's why I do what I do. So it's not, it's probably, I'm always going to be 70 being like, yeah, I'm still trying to find myself, you know, but that's the point of art and sharing your piece of being a human. So, well, I think that's it. That is it. Yeah, for sure. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. And, uh, ah, Yeah. All right. Well, stay cozy. And I will do another episode as soon as I can. Um, Look out for some new music, tour dates, and new merch coming your way. All right. Well, this is Brayden. I'm going to go to bed now. I hope you have a great day or a great night and a great life. And I will see you next time. Stay cozy. Peace.